They're adding a TikTok-like feed to the Amazon shopping app. Cash crops. Dutch use Bitcoin mining to grow tulips. Experts are increasingly afraid of what they are creating. Hi and welcome to episode 41 of Tech Review. Every week we gather to discuss the hottest topics in technology, innovation and social media. On camera 4 today we have Chris. On camera 3 we have Vincent. And on camera 1 this is me. Hi, I am Tarek. Tech Review is a collaboration of Ideas Engineering, Free Tech Academy and Update.com. You can watch all episodes on YouTube, but if you prefer to just listen to our beautiful voices while working out, driving a car or flying through space, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all major podcast platforms. I will stick with this now, now it's podcast platforms, it sounds so much better. So, what happened today? No, this week. Let's start with Vincent. Today you yes. bring us something from Amazon. Exactly, I brought something from Amazon and this is my lifelong and very much especially lived here passion for shopping in uh, a social, I don't know, circle. Um, the last few times I brought shopping on Twitter, shopping on Instagram, shopping on TikTok. And now we're talking about shopping itself, or in the modern way we say, not shopping, we say Amazon, I think. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, this time I brought Inspire. Inspire is a new feature from Amazon. Uh, it's only launching in the US. Uh, for now, it's a test. And what Amazon does there is that they're adding a TikTok-like feed to the Amazon shopping app. And this feed will display interest you can select in the beginning and it will display videos and photos um, curated from the content and also of course uh, shops can hand content in and you swipe through it again like i said on tiktok and you can punt uh, i don't know if you, you can see this you can tap the little diamond and you will immediately see, uh, you will immediately um, save that for later for shopping um it's a pure and that's i think the unique experience it's purely shopping oriented experience so um as of now we won't be seeing we won't be seeing any type of just fun videos or anything amazon is not trying to become a social app it is literally a shopping experience and i find that very interesting because we we went full circle kind of because we started with very linear shopping right then we started to do social media and other kind of entertainment short-term video short uh, and social picture sharing whatever then we added this component of the influencer right transitioned more into the micro influencer into to shopping where brands are paying um well uh creators to promote their products and now we're taking the creator out again to just <laughs> use the tool for shopping and uh, yeah it's kind of full circle these videos are they produced by amazon or is it user generated content so do, do i promote amazon products on their platform or is it just generated by them you are promoting uh, you can upload your videos uh, yeah. because most of to be frank most of the uh, products on amazon already have a video yeah. um, amazon will also display the pictures that you usually would see on the amazon app and amazon will also try to highlight content um, this sounds very nice uh, and in truth uh, it's amazon having a lot of essential products they just want to sell too sure. so yeah 
yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just wondering sure, but, but you mean yeah but you mean i load up my videos which promote my products so it's not user-generated content in that sense somebody else is creating a video and this specific product is part of that video yeah so you could say it's creator uh creator uh created content i don't know um you creator generated content and the creator being a shop or a seller okay. in any way ah, i see i see and then i probably yeah. can directly buy within um this this product feed exactly when you heart it it will become will get on your list if you tap on the title or i think there somewhere is also a diamond i don't see it in the screenshot right now yeah but if you tap there are different exit access windows uh, to go to the shop right now so when you scroll down or up i don't know in which direction the screenshots are uh, you will see immediately that uh, the shopping um window of amazon that we all know and love uh, opens and yeah, you can tap on buy now. I think that, oh yeah, they are going to show you it. You select your interest. That's important. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And then they also have this yeah. a famous for you page where they recommend the products exactly. to me without uh, exactly. having exactly. to directly search for it. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so and, mean. And they, they <laughs> capitalize on the idea that brands pay creators, right? Yeah. On TikTok, on Instagram, wherever to promote their product. Right. And brands also have videos already on Amazon that kind of show the benefits of the product. And this might work sometimes better, sometimes worse. But the idea is that they those already created pieces of content then help selling. That sounds so mean. I mean, I know myself when I get into some some kind of uh, gadget shopping spree on Amazon and I find so many nice things by searching. But now having a TikTok like feed that is trained on my uh, shopping behavior and my preferences and it shows me like one interesting gadget after another this will be deadly <laughs> what i what i would love to know is i'm i'm for example i am a smart home nerd i love smart home i try to connect everything and it, it so my question is now when amazon understands that i love smart home right I don't select the interest in the beginning or I do it once, but I mean, I'm pretty sure that I won't do it every time I go on this Inspire feed. Um, it, will the algorithm also pivot me around just like the TikTok algorithm deeper and deeper into the smart home rabbit hole? Or, is it, or will it show just random, more or less personalized uh, uh, items from the interest I show? Because I mean, imagine now, us, I know, Tarek, that you also have a, a, a smart home kink of some kind. Um, <laughs> uh, that imagine us scrolling there, right? And we yeah. start with a, a smart thermostat, something very easy, and then we go deeper and deeper into. I mean, you have everything, but um, <laughs> deeper, deeper into the extremely smart space. I would love to know how that works. We know the the success story of TikTok, and I'm sure that everyone is going to copy um, the algorithm or at least the basics of this algorithm. And so I'm pretty sure that they, go they are going to use this initial configuration that you give as a starting point. And then, as you said, observing uh, your preferences and simply serve you whatever you want, even though you might even not know that, that you want to have it, right? So maybe you select in the beginning uh, smart home devices, but then the algorithm picks up that for some reason you have a king for brown leather shoes or something because you keep staring at them and then it will serve you brown leather shoes because even though you never 
specifically selected them in your in your preferences and i mean this is the genius thing <laughs> genius and horrifying that the, the app might know you better than you know yourself yeah and you you wonder why keeps does the the app keep serving me this particular kind of content it is because it picked up some interest from you by hesitating to swipe away or staring too long at at, at a certain item it knows you better than you do <laughs> yeah in the end i mean so, I mean, it's all started with very ridiculous suggestions. We all ask ourselves, who would buy this, right? Behind, beneath the article, this is bought together. And I always ask myself, why would somebody combine these two items? Um, but this is the, it, it evolves. Yeah. Did you read Quality Land? The, the no. novel Quality Land? <laughs> the, okay, I see. Chris, Chris, you read it? Yeah, I started actually, okay. but I actually laugh a little bit because uh, every second tech review you mentioned that <laughs> uh, that book, Quality Land. You refer to that quite often. To I I make sure I, I'll make sure to post an affiliate link to this novel somewhere in the in the show notes. So if you don't know it, buy it through the affiliate link. No, but the the idea is in this novel there is this guy and he gets from this Amazon of the future. Um, what was it like a pink? or something and uh he complains i never uh, ordered this pink and they can i say on a podcast or do i have to bleep it out afterwards <laughs> let's see <laughs> and he complains i never i never ordered this and the ai of the shopping experience says yeah i have your ai generated profile and this ai generated profile tells me you want to have a, a, a pink You just don't know it yet. Yeah, but I know you better than you know yourself. So you can't return it because I know you want that. <laughs> And the whole novel is the story, his quest of trying to return <laughs> this pink <laughs> because uh, the, the shopping AI does not believe him that he does not want to have it because they know him better. <laughs> so in the end, he keeps it. He uses it. What happens with that? I don't want to spoil it. You have to ah. buy the novel and read it. <laughs> okay, and here's the code. Tarek15. Yeah, it works until the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Not too late with me. So I have it here already. Right. Ah. I said. Not really read it. Just started. You should. But, it's uh, a fantastic novel. You make me curious every time you mention it. <laughs> Not curious enough, apparently. Yeah, but I will post yeah, the affiliate link. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, but I mean, as you said, we are one step closer to this experience. And uh, if someone has a lot of data about uh, shopping and preferences, it is Amazon. And so it might be a really genius move to move um, the shopping experience to the TikTok-like uh, For You page with this kind of algorithm. And I, I really need to be scared about this one. Yeah. Well, I think it, I mean, it, it could, I, in my opinion, it could go two ways, right? In one way, it is revolutionizing shopping because it is like, like window shopping, but digitally, right? Something that a lot of shops always try to do. And in the end, they have different experiences and all of them are great and not great. And I don't know. Um, number one, or the other way, it's too obvious. Maybe it's too early as well. Maybe this is something that we rather will see in a AR, VR world where, where these, things kind of intertwine um but maybe it's too obvious for now because it's too much it's, it's selling too hard literally selling too hard <laughs> right just like uh, other pink things yeah <laughs> <laughs> but who knows <laughs> maybe this is the first thing that it's going to show me for some reason because i i mentioned it <laughs> too often on the live stream <laughs> 
As long as it's not a Microsoft app. Yeah. <laughs> and now, this. Let's continue with cash crops. Dutch use Bitcoin mining to grow tulips. And I was very intrigued by this article for the first time uh, from a website called RFI.fr. It's a French website. And I stumbled upon this uh, simply because of this amazing headline and was so curious to see uh, what they are doing. And the, the idea is a startup in the Netherlands is using the heat generated by Bitcoin mining um, to grow tulips. Yeah. In the 17th century, demand for tulips spiked so sharply in Amsterdam that prices rose to staggeringly high levels. It was like the, the uh, tulip boom as we know it today with Bitcoin. Yeah. So fast forward o over 300 years and we've got the next potential bubble, which is the cryptocurrency. And uh, today we have solar panels on the roofs, which are generating uh, energy to power the mining rigs. And those mining rigs, while they are working, they heat up the air by around, um, the article says, 34 degrees Fahrenheit. And, and this means that they are reusing the heat that they are generating um, by the mining rigs to let their tulips grow. And this is quite an interesting idea. On the one hand, you would say using uh, Bitcoin mining rigs is very, very bad for the environment because all the energy that we are wasting simply to mine this cryptocurrency. But in this certain uh, situation, they are producing their own energy with the solar panels and reusing the heat that they are generating by, by these rigs to let their tulips grow. So they kind of monetizing their, their whole hardware setup uh, in, in two ways. The Bitcoin that they are mining is literally money that they are printing. And uh, on the other hand, the energy that they are producing and wasting is then uh, converted into heat. And this one lets their tulips grow, which they then again convert to cash. So they had a really, really nice idea to fully utilize the setup. And the only thing that they are producing is, of course, e-waste uh, with, <laughs> with uh, all the hardware that they are need, uh, needing. But compared to other Bitcoin miners who use like coal energy uh, to produce Bitcoin without reusing the heat, um, this is a quite interesting approach. And I personally, I'm not a big fan of Bitcoin, especially because they are energy wastefulness. But in this case, Okay, kudos. Kudos to you, Dutch <laughs> Bitcoin tulip miners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, this could be like a general concept, right? Right. So reusing the heat, which actually uh, is being created with um, any kind of um, whatever kind of, of uh, digital uh, processing, for instance, or any other process where actually heat is being uh, produced and that is just a waste product, so to say. Of course, if... Um, If, if you if you would have like some kind of um, intelligent uh, waste usage, so to say, you could also use the heat like then, <laughs> for instance, to grow tulips or whatever. Yeah, right. I, I mean, on the on the one hand, I think this kind of reusing all your resources should be um, enforced by law because you, you don't want people to be as wasteful as we are right now with Bitcoin mining. But on the other hand, it is kind of a, a way of greenwashing this problem. I mean, having like a good conscience by reusing the energy for something secondary, which is a great kind of thing. digital but economy you that are wasting this the energy that the, and either the efficiency is so high that e we don't have waste so, product like um, heat or that everything flows into each other. So uh, I mean, to use maybe the solar panels directly to heat your tulips 
example. So and technically, less energy you produce heat that produces energy that then produces for heat. Cryptocurrencies. This is um, what I always uh, but, yeah, try to promote. The reality that we have is so different. Many other so I always think I, I, I agree with you. Bitcoin, it always sounds so, so amazing. As wasteful as it is. So, um, uh, but in the end, I, I think we're not aware a lot of not times how, used, how the efficiency ratio actually is. Because I mean, this sounds great, but I doubt that. And then because of this tulip farm, I can. Yes, I doubt they sell a lot of tulips compared to how much they make with Bitcoin. I mean, this isn't that kind of the point that this is a, the the vision of a future kind of digital economy that this is that the either the efficiency is so high that we don't have waste product like heat or that everything flows into each other. So, I mean, right. heat is used to produce electricity like, in a I don't know, nuclear reactor, for example. So technically, you produce heat that produces energy that then produces heat. Um, but yeah the reality is different so i always think I, I agree with you it always sounds so so amazing um but in the end i think we're not aware a lot of times how how the efficiency ratio actually is yeah um i mean because i mean this sounds great but i doubt that uh yes i, I doubt they sell a lot of tulips compared <laughs> to how much they make with bitcoin yeah i mean of course i I do not know. Um, the the article does not say what the ratio of one of the both uh, of of both income streams is like a side project. Uh, or surely the two tulips. Surely <laughs> the tulips are main income stream, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, <laughs> might be some kind of new form of um of money laundering, right? So uh, yes. having like this this yes. tulip, if, this if the, tulip if that, farm. <laughs> <laughs> if that AR starts to create art, we know it's 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 yeah. money laundering. If it's if art is involved, we have a problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but again, I think um, I wouldn't actually focus on the Bitcoin thing. I would really focus on the uh, reusage of uh, the heat, which is being produced with the digital processing, like in general, right? And maybe I'm, I'm with you. So this is this is uh, not a concept today. But um, maybe one could think about that, especially in times of energy crisis and everything, if there might be like a secondary usage yeah. of uh, this kind of energy being produced and then being wasted, right? right. And, and uh, on the one hand, we have like people sitting in their homes freezing. On the other hand, we have like computer farms producing heat, yeah. which is being kind of a waste and then being blown off right. out in the atmosphere, which is also kind of a damage. Um, so um, it's, so to say, the wrong thing at the wrong uh, time at the wrong place yeah. right? and it would, it's just so to say in the end a little bit a question of of the right coordination i mean of course it's i know it's difficult and we are talking about like uh, just a computer standing here and just a computer standing there that's that's not what in the end makes um a big uh, option a possibility um to to, to, to recreate or to create a new form of um, secondary energy use. But um, if you think that bigger, maybe there are possibilities to reuse this kind of energy uh, in a sustainable way. Right. And especially in times like today, uh, where the energy crisis forces people to freeze at home, this is the option. Just mine more Bitcoin and you never have to freeze again. <laughs> Pro probably because you can afford other heating systems then, but surely also 
because of the heat. I do not invest in heating systems. I only invest in Bitcoin mining rigs and heating no. is a very nice side effect. <laughs> no, or, or you frame it the other way around because it sounds much more uh, substantial conscious, um, uh, sustainable conscious, I'm sorry. Uh, you say you only invest in very uh, resourceful heating systems, <laughs> but the funny byproduct is my Bitcoin farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my little Bitcoin farm. My yeah. Bitcoin farm. I think that's a series, huh? My, <laughs> it's a show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can we can sell this on Amazon. Form. I will post the affiliate link in the show notes. Uh, and we put it on Inspire. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's an experiment I want to do. <laughs> nice. And now this. And now we will continue with Chris and AI. Yeah, AI. So my best topic. I, I like that uh, heading, actually. Experts are increasingly afraid of what they are creating. Long article, actually. Um, and it starts with uh, all the progress, right, which we see in AI nowadays. In translation and prediction of, don't know, 3D structures of proteins, creating pictures like with DALI and so uh, creating 3D models just with a prompt. Uh, all the nice topic which we have dis discussed so many times also here in Tech Review. Last time, Tarek, I think you brought the article in AI writing code for other computers, systems, and so on. So this is a quite rapid pace we see here in progress of, uh, of AI. Um, and the article uh, points that out, but it also points out that on the other hand, we barely understand the logic behind the algorithms uh, because of the black box problem, right? Which is quite well known with uh, with um, artificial intelligence. And then after a while, it comes to the conclusion, so the article comes to the conclusion that it's a quite risky game actually to hand over. And we had that discussion like, I think in the last tech review or the one before, it's, it's a quite risky game to hand over more and more um, sectors, huge sectors uh, of our society to those black box algorithms that we barely understand. And that even nowadays like creates a lot of problems and will create more problems in the future, probably. I mean, nowadays think of, um, I just was thinking about that when I read that, about that system that had been set up to check the uh, social help, I think it was in America or England or so, um, and ended, um, heavily in discrimination of um, of the of the related people right so um, uh, and 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 this discrimination actually um, led then to the situation that some of those people um, were being cut off their their social help and then um, it, it ended in divorce and uh, um, existence of people where has been um, destroyed so that is not a cool thing and discrimination as such big topic in AI very very often we had that various times also here in, in the in the tech review so the thing with AI as being uh, seen in the article is that it seems to be very powerful in the beginning which it is but quite often then somewhere on the way it takes the wrong turn right and gets into some creepy creepy direction and uh, the article now states that um, the AI systems actually seem uh, uh, very smart to us in the beginning, but um, that also misleads us uh, quite often so um, that we are yeah, also taking the wrong turn with these systems. And um, one issue they refer here so a little bit deeper, I think, is um, the scalability of the system, right? So the whole 
problem as just described is okay it might be a problem but is controllable still controllable but the thing with scalability of ai systems is the more you put in there the more you get out so there is at the moment there seems not to be like um, um, a natural limit or something like the bigger you make it the more you get out and um, so the the smarter you to make the, uh, these systems um, the bigger they they are the the more complex the more sophisticated they become and that's the problem because one thing we uh, the bigger they get we, we definitely do not get so to say to ourselves is that we understand them better. I mean, the systems are, get, are, are getting better, but we do not understand them better. And in the future, that might be a big problem. I mean, we had this, this, this discussion also various times, so it will not be the case that an AI, so to say, takes just over the world because it wants to, right? But um, it very often is a problem that um, when a system like that, an algorithm is being created, the initial side conditions, the initial conditions so to say, give the initial kick to how the whole system develops. And we as developers, we as humans, quite often, so to say, cannot oversee all aspects of such a development. And not all aspects are being fed into such a systems, into such algorithm. And this is quite often the problem, right? This one thing, which has not been considered in the beginning, usually creates a problem later on than in the in the operative use or in the later use. And um, we had also discussed various examples for, for, for um, bad uh, developments here in, in the tech review. Just think of the Tesla. I think there was this one example which was crashing full speed into this truck um, with a white load um, in front of a white heaven or so because the AI did not recognize that there was a truck and um, it just crashed into that. And um, so with AI, we have this issue on the one hand, right, of overseeing uh, things added uh, with, with, the, with the black box problem, because sometimes the AI decides things different as we would. And um, now we are creating more and more powerful systems whose way of processing we do not fully understand. And that's the, the second problem. And um, often then enough, we are surprised of the of the results of these AI, which which the AI delivers, right? And now, that was the conclusion. Back to the to the initial point, the more sectors of our society now we hand over to those black box algorithms, the more might we be surprised one day what AI will make of it, right? And um, in the end, the whole thing might lead to a result which we might not like, and. Um, the decision the AI took might be crystal clear in the logic of the AI, right, within the black box algorithm, but it might be quite lethal to mankind in the end. And this is actually what the whole article actually points to. And um, yeah, I think the logic behind that uh, is um, understandable. <laughs> Here we to go again. To sum it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I, I like this. There but, was but, this one quote. In the very, very bottom, um, where was it? Like ten percent, ten percent of the the scientists working on this believe. Oh yeah, nearly half of the researchers say there's a ten percent chance their work will lead to human extinction. 
<laughs> that's not a very good quota. But uh, yeah, to be honest, yeah. in, in terms of where we are in history right now, we are in this age of the prediction machine. And uh, what we have with AI systems is very good in generating predictions for assisting us with current problems that we are working on. But we are not good yet in building these decision machines. So actually having an AI making a conscious decision based on a lot of stuff that, that we, we feed it, uh, right? And so uh, I think we must be very conscious about the way that we are working with AI today and that there's a difference between having an AI assist us with certain tasks in terms of automation and uh, aggregation and calculating and uh, these things and having an AI take over a complete job, for example. So having a health system and let's say replace the the all of the employees with ai tools and have the ai steer everything from uh, distributing like money to people who are waiting for um for for the health benefit checks or something you can't do this right now you can't hand over the whole administration to to the ai that's not what ai can do today and uh, so I agree with these um, with these scientists who say, from today's perspective, this is a real um, bad thing, and having these black box AIs taking over crucial parts of our society. But I don't think that this is the right path, and th I don't think that this is the path that we are taking right now. I think um, this is more of the sci-fi sci scenario where we expect AI to work like this and expect it to be used like that. But in reality, I hope that the, we are self-conscious enough to use AI in a better and more conscious way by waiting to be able to actually building these prediction machines, no, sorry, these decision machines, which will then be trustworthy. And this will take probably another 10 years until we can start talking about this, this, this kind of AI. And so I, I'm today, I'm not worried about that. Unless people are so ahead of themselves and so enthusiastic that they are misusing AI in fields where they are not supposed to use this for, I don't know, hand over the nuclear keys uh, to, to the nuclear missiles because, yeah, the AI can do this, right? That, then we have a problem. <laughs> I, I, I have a stupid question. Um, Go on. So I do understand uh, black box AI is a thing and more conscious AI thinks we can trust uh, I do. I also agree that this, I don't know, seems a bit far-fetched for me. I don't know. And what I don't understand is though, so, okay, an AI that regulates an AI, isn't that kind of also a way out, in my opinion? I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, I, I don't write code. I don't understand how AI actually works. I always imagine there's an, a deep fake of somebody with a snow mask sitting in front of a very old Dell computer. <laughs> um, just like all the pictures from the, from the early 2000s. Sure. Um, no, I'm kidding. But uh, what I think is that if we see that AI, or if we see that there's a potential for AI getting out of I'm saying control, but let's say getting creative, and we don't know in what way they are getting creative. My uh, question is, um, is it maybe possible to have an AI that then regulates these creative processes? Or is that too simple? Is it too simple the way I, I think about this? I mean, yeah, Chris? I think there's one best basic question behind that. And this is exactly related with the black box problem, right? So since there is this forward, backward propagation going on,